got to get one of these, which was pretty cool. So I got to spend all weekend backstage. And if you guys want a good tip, it's get to know your security guards. Hey, Terry, what's going on? Welcome to the Question and the Answers podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here and finally meet you. It's very awesome. I know we've talked for a bit, but we've never really met kind of face to face. I'm very stoked to finally get to see you. Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 lovely to have you on here. Um, I know that we couldn't be joined by your partner in crime, Laura, but uh, this is Terry Smith and she is one half of the Riot Squad Media crew, uh, a group that uh, with it's her and Laura and uh, you know, you're based in Canada, if correct. Yes, and I she's, am. and she's based in like the New York area. And the two of you have kind of come together and put together this really great group. That's really trying to elevate the punk rock scene. You know, you're doing it from the perspective of, you know, women in the scene, one of which is from Canada, one of which is from the East coast. Um, you've kind of got your hands dirty in a lot of different avenues in this reproach. Like I know that you have your YouTube series, you obviously have your uh, footprint on social media, but you're also doing like PR and you're doing promotions work. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, um, we're tired. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we did have to put some stuff on hold. Um, the podcast, actually, we had to just kind of stop because at some point we're just like, it's too much. And camp planning's really taken um, the majority just right up to this interview is kind of just mucking around with set times and figuring out those lineups and preparing our packs that we're going to be sending to the bands this week. Um, we've got uh, a few more things that we'll be announcing for bands uh, while well, towards the band. So we'll be able to announce our actual, like what the days are going to look like, which we're very excited about. Um, these things take time, unfortunately. Luckily we're still about right now, eight weeks. I don't know when this airs, but uh, you know, so we're always, always busy. And then the PR stuff, um, we kind of noticed a need during quarantine, which was bands are really great at making music, but they're really terrible at the promotion of it. And, you know, you can get them, kind of get them on stage and do what they need to do if you slap a mic in front of them. But you really, you know, um, I see a lot of great bands out there, but their social media, their numbers are just so low. And their presence is just almost, you know, unknown and they're, they really should be out there. So we kind of wanted to find a way to just give somebody, you know, we're not out to gouge people. Our prices are, from what we're told, too low. Um, and that's the reason because we didn't want to be like, here, we're going to try to steal you from for all your money. You know, like I, I see a lot of bands right now and a lot of like other companies that are paying up to like three grand for a website. And to us, like, we'd rather see the bands put that towards their music and their products and everything else like that. So we really tried to keep it as low just to kind of really it's just to keep our hosting up, you know, paying for a website and paying for our stuff. We're really not making any money. Like both Laura and I are full time and we both have full time employment. So we're able to make money and get money off that. So this is kind of like a hobby and more of a service if anything, but again, um, we are working, so we do want to see some compensation, but we're definitely not out to, you know, sucker people in or, you know, rope them in. And the cool thing about Ride Squad and that part of it is that people can kind of pick and choose their services. So it's not like you get this, 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 we really just have a menu and be like, here, if you just want 
you know, a press release and an EPK and maybe have us like fix up your website a bit, then just do that. If you want us to put social media posts out for you, we just have that. If you just want to, whatever it is, it, and like, there's some things that are specialty services. So like, if they have something, they want to do this post, but they, they kind of know what they want to post, but they don't know how to write it. Then, you know, between Laura and I, we can usually find one of us who can write it. We also do logos. Um, Laura's fantastic artist. We also have Paul Smith, the zombie teeth, and he's also available to do logos. Now, Paul is busy. I cannot stress enough how busy that guy is, but he's available that if somebody would like to, you know, go through us to approach him or something like that, um, we have him on the team too. And we're always looking to expand. Um, it was kind of what our goal was, was to not necessarily make it firm and just the two of us and close off the world to everybody we really wanted to open up anybody who has talent that can offer something to the scene that don't mind you know just being part of a collective really and like camp Pennsylvania was essentially that for us um we do have a lot of talent behind the scenes that <clears throat> you know they don't want to be out in the front and be the faces and I don't even know really if I do but I'm willing to do it um but yeah, we have like, you know, we have audio engineers and we have stagehands and we have people that have worked behind like merch booths and just kind of understand that vendor side because Laura and I just unfortunately won't know everything. Um, I've been blessed that I've worked in theater and I've worked in television. Laura's worked in sales and I've worked a little bit in business, but you know, we still have gaps and that's kind of where the team comes in is that, you know, we really try to fill all avenues like lighting directors and stuff like that so yeah it's been we're busy <laughs> yeah no I mean that sounds like a ton I, I mean yeah you know I, I can certainly appreciate uh the, the where you're you're coming from you know as somebody who also you know I, I run a small record label like I've done promotions work before I've uh tried to do my own PR in the past like I've certainly gotten my hands dirty with booking before um you know and and juggling all that while being in a band and also working a full-time job um, and trying to, like you said, like figure out where you feel you need to be kind of compensated for that effort. Right. Because we, a lot of us do this purely for the enjoyment and for the love of it. Right. Because we care and like, we, we love the music. We want to contribute to the scene because the scene's given back to us and all that stuff is great. But at the end of the day though, if we're giving more than we're getting, um, I mean, that's, generally the way things go but there is a point where it starts to feel just like dude this is just not working right and so um i i think it's totally fair and great to um ask people for like a little bit of money because it's like hey like we're not going to do this just for free forever or anything like that you know yeah um and i've seen you know i've seen your guys' pricing uh points and i think they're totally reasonable i think that they're you know i think any band uh could certainly afford it and you know, you make a, a, a totally valid point right off the right out of the bat that a lot of bands are great at doing the music side, but they're not good at doing the PR side of things because it's a lot of work. It's very exhausting and it takes strategy and thought and being creative in that regard. So when you can reach out to somebody like yourself or, you know, Laura, who can kind of aid in that, that's going to really help to elevate it. So the, the value is there, you know, it's just a matter of like making sure that you can kind of, you know, make it work for you. 
but uh, I'd love, yeah, I'd love to kind of dig in and talk about like the history of what you guys, where you guys are coming from, maybe some of your previous experience and uh, some of the more specific things that you're doing. So first and foremost, um, what really prompted Riot Squad Media to come together? Like, I mean, have you guys known each other for a really long time? Like, like where did it all come from? Um, so I admit another group on Facebook called Punks Pitching Tents. Um, and it's a little tiny ragtag group of little misfits and we kind of just poo post all over and I'll let, I don't know if I can swear. So I'm just going to go but. swear away. Okay. So we shit post often and we talk about shows we're going to, and we really, you know, this happened during anarchy. So camp anarchy, a lot of us had gone to punk and drug, like this group came out around after punk and drug, like going into anarchy. And we really just um, bonded over the shared, fact that we were going there and we wanted to make friends so we had like drawn up a raccoon which was our mascot and we had flags made up and people were wearing t-shirts and that was cool and I really had a really big hand in like helping that um and we grew I think when it started it was like 200 people I think now it's like 1200 people so there's been some expansion um but after that we were kind of waiting for like camp anarchy too and it just never happened and I had met Laura at that camp um so we have a mutual friend the friend was actually another admin with me so I talked to him almost every day uh during that time and he actually won these backstage passes for Camp Anarchy and he wound up winning his share but then he scored two more and um I got to get one of these which was pretty cool so I got to spend all weekend backstage and if you guys want a good tip, it's get to know your security guards. Because let me tell you, um, after a while, you don't have to show these if you schmooze them well enough. So I had three days of just going up to him and being like, hey, how's it going? Does your wife listen to punk? I bet she does. And he'd be like, no. And I'd be like, oh, I don't know why. Like, she's so, it's such a great music, you know? So I got to go backstage a bunch of times. And he finally got to a point where he didn't need to, like, sneak these in. And I wound up just giving them to a friend. And then I would just go in the back, too. But Laura also was one of the recipients of one of these. And me and her just kind of bonded by our shared love of music. We found, like, I, I can remember it exactly the moment that I, like, wound up hanging out with her was during the X set. And just <clears throat> that set just blew my mind. Um, I'm a huge fan of X to begin with. But to see them in the flesh in front of me like that was completely, like, zine. I... My heart was just spluttering and it wound up being one of my favorite sets that whole weekend. But we kind of bonded through that. Um, after camp, we we're just kind of waiting around for word of the next camp and word from the next camp. And I kind of, because I've done worked in media for so long, I kind of understand the patterns of when you start to launch things. Um, around the time where I thought camp was going to be launched, it was kind of crickets and it was kind of like, oh shit, you know, like, I'd be sad we're not going to see our camp family anymore. And that's, you know, kind of where Laura and I said, hey, do you want to try to, you know, make camp? And there was another girl. We used to have a third partner, and uh, she went off to do a record label. But it was, you know, the three of us, she left. And then Laura and I were just like, well, what do we do now? And we decided to just keep going. So we found the place, which is Four Quarters, and we booked some pretty solid bands I think um when we first started camp it wasn't any talk about having bigger bands but people kept asking who's the big one who's the big one and we're like we don't know we don't really have a big one and they're like oh well 
screw this. And I'll be like, oh, but the bands that we have are really solid. And, you know, if it took us just to get a big one for them to come and listen to these small bands, then it was kind of a no brainer for us. I want to say huge kudos, especially to the smaller bands. And I don't even really want to call them smaller bands because to me, they're amazing people and they're great. And, you know, fuck, they put so much heart and soul and they want to help us out as much as, you know, will take. So, you know, I really, to us, you know, when the partner, our partner went and the venue, that venue went, we just kind of like, well, we still have ticket holders and we still have bands that really want to play. And we didn't want to disappoint anybody because we had to cancel it last year. And it was already like a past COVID year. And it was already like, fuck, we don't want to take this away from people. And we really wanted to see people too. So we just said, you know what, let's go for it. And so far, I think it's working out pretty good. I'm, I'm happy with it. You know, I'm going to, at the end of the day, I'm going to hold my head high. So just have yeah. fun with it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a, that's a great story. Like, I, I mean, it's kind of one of the nice things about being involved in the scene in general is that you make fast friends, you know, pretty, pretty easily. I mean, especially if you're like a, an affable person who, you know, gets along with people and you don't have like a weird ego trip or anything like that. Um, I mean, in my experience, it's been, it's been that way um, as well. So it's, it's nice to know that that's still happening kind of everywhere. Um, now, where specifically in Canada are you? I am in Ontario. So I'm just on the shores from, of Lake Huron, about three hours away from Detroit and about four hours away from Toronto. So I'm not really anywhere close to a scene. Got I'm it. very um, near I, cows and fields and a giant lake. And, you know, I'm kind of in the beach town. So I get a lot of people coming from the city who are pumping, not punk. And so for me, you know, the community outside of my home is kind of really my like-minded community. And uh, like nobody in my town really listens. So I don't have like that shared similarity with people here, which, you know, I kind of depend on other people outside of this to kind of just see me on that side because a lot of people just don't understand it they you know they're like really punk you want to be like those those guys and it's like uh, I get them they get me I, I don't see how any of this would be you know different for me right yeah uh, I mean the, the main reason why I bring it up is that you know so you're doing this festival uh, Camp Punk Camp Punksylvania uh, which is happening obviously in the United States. Um, I'm very curious, are, are you going to be able to come? Cause I, I know that be. like the, the, the restrictions have been kind of weird with the, yeah. the way that, you know, we, we've been letting people uh, go to other countries. And I know, I, I, I don't even know if Canada is letting people from the United States in at this point. No, um, they're still, they're still unless, not right. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's compassionate grounds. Um, so Canada and my province especially has made fantastic headway with their vaccination program. So right now we're sitting at 78% with one dose, 50% with two doses at this time. Um, I've been fully vaccinated for over a month. And that was like when I first booked, because um, Canada was funny. They had four months in between their first and second doses. Um, so my second dose was originally planned for some time after camp. Oh. So I really didn't know if I could make it. Um, I can't take the two weeks off work, unfortunately, because it's just too much of a cut. I think 
I think it first came to us, I would have, but that's just a story for another day. But mm -hmm. just this week on the 5th, they actually released restrictions for those who are vaccinated that they don't have to do the quarantine. Because in Canada, if you fly in, you have to stay at this hotel that you have to pay for um, at an incredibly elevated, I think it's like almost a grand per night. Ooh, so wow. Canadians weren't going anywhere. Yeah. Um, now remove that restriction. So if I'm flying, then I'll be okay. I ideally would like to drive um, in just because then I can go at my own pace. If I have to pee, I can. Um, and I also like just road trips. And I have another friend who's coming with me. She's also fully vaccinated. She'll be helping on the, uh, she's a, what? so she's an EA in her real life. But uh, she also works for a brewery who does like their activities coordinator. So she's kind of helping us with our activities for camp and kind of just making sure that it's very DIY and very true to that style. So we've got some cool things planned for when you are at camp, you're just not going to be like, and eh, because our set list does start a little bit later. Cause we do want to run into like our later time for like the bonfires. So like throughout the day, we're going to give you time to recoup and take your time and meet up with friends and enjoy your day. Um, and then at night it's going to be party, party, party. And nice. yeah. yeah, I mean, because the, the lineup's really stacked. You've got, um, let's see, you've got, uh, Voodoo, no, Voodoo Glow Skulls. Yeah. You've got uh, Big Wig. And then um, who are the two other main headliners? I'm trying to remember. Uh, we got Blank 77. That's right. And we also have the Queers. That's right. And yeah, yeah. So, and like Stolen Wheelchairs is still a pretty big band too. We got Susie Moon, we got Antagonizers, we got Tiger Sex, you know, they're these big names in the scene. Um, a lot of them were scheduled to tour in Europe. That wasn't happening. Susie Moon and Antagonizers are actually doing like a mini tour. Mm. And I believe our, their last stop is actually at camp, which I'm really stoked about because Susie, you know, she's been in the scene forever and she just signed on with pirate press and so is antagonizers and you know it's gonna be really cool to see them um i'm a huge fan of pirate press records and kind of what they do too so it'll be nice to have that style coming in we really wanted to oh public serpents too they just got added on so they're a bigger one too and we really wanted to hit everything we wanted something old something new something ska something just you know hardcore and we really wanted to like something for everybody especially in this genre um because yeah you, i want people to kind of be discovering new music but at the same time enjoying the music that is there and just having a great time so i, right. I hope you do okay like i guess i'll know in september but i feel prepared like i think we're ready and we're excited and it's all we can ask for really yeah i mean it's it's a huge endeavor i mean especially given that we still Kind of have a lot of unknowns right now with you yeah. know how uh you know shows are being handled and like what the uh the byproduct of the shows is like are people getting sick um i mean so far fingers crossed like the data seems to be pretty positive so you know uh, as long as you know, your ticket sales look good which i mean it sounds like they are at this point yeah um my province we're 15 million people my area actually is getting hit pretty hard but in like very isolated towns um by those unfortunately who weren't able to get vaccinated um because of the rollout mm -hmm. uh the delta variant for us is hitting us 
it hit us pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anyone kind of expected how fast and how hard it would hit. And luckily vaccines just kind of came in at the same time. So we went from like having 3000 cases plus a day to like, I think today was 210. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's a significant difference. So that's a huge difference. And that really all came in at the time of vaccines. And now they're saying like something like 95% of the cases that they are seeing are people that haven't received any doses. And then the other 4% were one dose. And then rarely are they seeing the two dose people, but, and they're saying even the two doses, it's because they don't, didn't have that 14 days. In between and then kids kids unfortunately kids under 12 here can't get vaccinated so that's a huge driver for our numbers um Bummer. kind of worried what school's going to look like but yeah. you know hopefully if people can just keep the programs going and you know i support the choice of people getting vaccinated or not um that's a very personal and independent decision um if you can you can if you can't great too you know but I hope that we can at least keep distance and especially at camp, you know, it's outdoors. So we do have that option to socially distance. And if you feel, you know, you want to wear your mask, go for it. I'll probably be wearing mine and we'll have hand uh, hand sanitizer stations throughout. And then we have like flush toilets and stuff like that. So we'll really, and some porta potties, but you know, we're really trying to work a way to like, make sure that people are safe. We don't want to see anybody get sick because of us. And You know, we waited a long time to be able to announce this for that reason, because we really didn't know. And even like when I was looking at Canada just about two months ago, it was like, "Eh, I don't know if this thing's going to happen, guys. But, you know, luckily we're seeing some positive steps. Hopefully we can eradicate this or have it maybe be something different where we treat it as just a common cold. I don't know. But so far, so good. We're good right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that um, what it comes down to is that uh, we're, we're going to have to kind of have the uh, mindset that we're going to be dealing with this in perpetuity. Um, so I think with that mindset, it will hopefully encourage more people to start getting the vaccinations. And even if it does require, you know, one every year, like a booster or something like that, that we'll start to see more people getting them. But um, but you're, you're right. It, I mean, it's a personal decision. If it were up to me, everyone would be getting them, but I mean, it's not my decision. So that's what, that's what that is. I'm vaccinated and I'm stoked to be vaccinated, but, um, who well, are some of the I, bands, who are some of the bands that you guys have done PR campaigns for? Um, so right now we are working with a band at a Philly called Loud Love. Um, these guys are, they're more in the rock side, but they do have that punk edge to them. It kind of reminds me like next guys is kind of that style that reminds me of that make war, the iron shake, uh, very similar to that style. And I really dig their sound. Um, they have female singers. So Shannon, she's just her voice. Gorgeous. I absolutely love it. Um, we've worked with another band called Sclubby. They're out of New York. Um, just a smaller band. They were just looking for press releases. Um, we work with punk rock save lives. Um, We've re- uh, Laura's redesigned our whole website. So if you want to go check that out, it is done and it's live and we're still got some stuff going on with them coming up for camp. So very excited to be able to announce that just we're going to hold off and there's going to be some, a very cool thing that's just exclusive to camp. So make sure you go and check that out. Um, they'll be doing their bone marrow um, drive as well too. So if you want to make sure that you're on the list and be able to save a life, unfortunately, 
I'm Canadian and I'm too old. Mm. Sad face. Um, Cause I totally be all over it. Um, Canada, it's under 35 and I'm not going to date myself, but I'm not under 35. Anymore, Got so. it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I didn't um, realize there was an that, age limit for, for bone. Yeah. Bone. Uh, here apparently it does. Um, they said there's a workaround. So I'm kind of still trying to figure it out, but hmm. if I can help, right. They got Dan from their, he's their mental health advocate that actually like tested positive or kind of like a half match. He still has to go through the other steps, but how awesome is that? That somebody even from their group was able to, potentially save a life you know a lot of these people are children and I think that's kind of what we forget is that we're saving our future essentially and we really have to like make sure that these kids are okay like and help them out if we have it and we can give it let's just give it and you know let's be selfless not selfish is what you know I tell folks because that's the best way to be right absolutely yeah I mean I I, I've uh, recently been connected with Rob and the group there. And uh, yeah, they're doing a ton of great work. Um, I mean, everything b- between the bone marrow and, you know, their advocacy for, um, you know, uh, uh, was it Punk Rock Save Lot? Uh, the, their compilation uh, that they just yes. did. Yeah, like that thousand uh, unit vinyl uh, pressing, which I think is brilliant. I mean, they have so many great bands on there. Yeah. Yeah, mine's sitting at Laura's right now. So I'm very excited to see her so I can get it. Um, unfortunately, merch tends to cost me just in the shipping and there I'm in the leg problems of being Canadian. Um, I do find there's a couple of good labels in Canada that does offer reasonable shipping for Canadians. So I tend to just gravitate towards them because then I know I'm getting it and I'm not going to be paying. Like often it'll be like 20 bucks for the LP, but then 40 bucks for the shipping. And that's all in American. So I'm paying like 50 bucks for the shipping and 30 bucks for the LP. And it's just, 80 bucks for an album that can cost somebody normally 20 bucks is very hard to swallow. Um, so Laura's been my designated drop-off mailbox person. I just kind of send it to her and then she gathers it all up. And then for Christmas as a Christmas gift, she sends me this massive box of stuff. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that seems to be like the, the, the wiser way to go. Like get it all in bulk. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shipping, for whatever reason, it's where I live. It's so much more expensive than everywhere else in this province. My parents live like near the Arctic Circle, and it's probably half the price to send it to them than it is to send it to me because I'm just kind of more west, and they're just straight up. So apparently it's easier. My mom's always like, why does it cost so much? I'm like, oh, just yeah, that's Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I, I sometimes ship stuff to Canada too. And it's like, it's a bummer because I have to charge people that much. And I'm just like, I wish I didn't have to, but it is what it is. I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to find a partner label in Canada that would be willing to like. We'll talk you know. after. I might have a couple names for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'd love that. Um, Cause that's, that's kind of been my strategy is to try to partner with somebody in the UK, somebody in Europe, you know, maybe even try find somebody in Japan, you know, who can take like 10 copies or something like that. Um, Cause it's easier to do it in bulk, but. Um, you know, I, I wanted to touch briefly on the fact that, so you guys have been doing this weekly series where you do like a Sunday spin basically, and each of you picks at least one record or artist that you're just really into. And then you also give some, uh, recommendations, you know, for other albums to check out. And, um, you've turned them in, you've turned this into like a YouTube series and I think it's great. I, I love when people do this kind of stuff. Uh, how long have you been doing that and what kind of started, uh, you're down that path? 
So I think we're on week going up on week 29. So um, we started back in December, early December, um, when we moved on to from our old area or our old company to Ride Squad. Um, a big reason was that it was because the podcast was going to end there anyway. So we decided we were going to take the podcast and just move it there. Just kind of not really change the host. So it was still Laura and I. But Riot Squad or Sunday Spin was a way for us to just kind of talk about a shorter segment um, because we had to, we wanted to, um, to just kind of talk about the music that we love. And at the time, I didn't realize, I thought it was just going to be like a grab bag of different stuff that I'm currently listening to that I have just sitting at home and just put in my player. But man, the amount of great music that's been out lately, I can't. I can't stop. I'm just listening to new stuff right now um, all the time. And like, God, the amount of bands. I never realized, you know, I'm such a 90s skate punk kid. And, you know, it's very hard for me to get out of my bubble sometimes. I kind of skirt towards hardcore metal too, um, melodic. But it's very, like, cool to be able to, like, hop onto the punk pop punk side or go into, like, Ramon's core or just you know, post-hardcore post and things like that. So I'm really just finding myself just loving everything. There's so many bands out there I never even thought of, like, even considered. And now this has kind of forced me to. And I think it's fun. You know, I hope the bands like it. They say they like it. So I think that's been our big motivators that, you know, people are actually, like, listening to our recommendations. And they're actually, like, reaching back and being like, Hey, I never thought of listening to these guys. Um, because I'm Canadian, I really like to hit really try hard to hit that international scene. So if you look back at the episodes, you'll usually see me promote a band that's not in the U S um, sometimes not even in Canada. And I like to try to go Europe because there's so much great stuff out there that people just don't realize, you know, Spam's got some really great stuff out there. Horns and Hoof Records has some really good stuff out there. Australia is just a hot spot for melodic. If you haven't checked it out, you I completely suggest that you do because they've got like the Flange of Hannies and other bands that are just from out there. And it's really good stuff out more than just we're so, you know, as West Coast kids, the West Coast kids tend to stick to West Coast. And East Coast kids, you know, we tend to stick to our East Coast stuff. And sometimes we'll skirt and check the other side of the border out. But we tend to really stick to our side. So I say let's just open this world up, you know. Let's just see what's out there. And I have not been disappointed. This has been so much fun for me. It's probably the best part of my day because I do have to commute 30 minutes. So just makes me listen to two albums I may or may not have listened to. And, you know, if I don't like it, I don't talk about it. If I love it, then I won't shut up about it. And that's kind of what Sunday Spin is to us. You know, we're not there to shit on people. I don't want to do that because I, as someone who, I'm musically trained, but I don't have the, the zest to just perform. I don't have that performative piece it's so different of just like playing at home and singing at home and singing in the shower once you're in front of people like I for you like my hat is off to you because to be able to stand in front of a room full of people and just play your heart out is you know it's a gift I wish I had but unfortunately I just do not have that gift and um, I'm always in awe for you guys because you guys really put your heart out and 
because you do that with passion and grace and just love, there's no way I could even think about shitting on that. It just makes absolutely no sense. I am definitely not here for gatekeeping. If your music works for you, do it. If my music works for me, do it. You know, like, that's one thing. I could go off on gatekeepers for a while. So I'm just not because it's just not, it's toxic. Stop it. And it has no place in this scene. But apart from that, you know, you do you. And what makes you happy makes your heart sing and makes you feel like you're kid again do that absolutely 110 percent. yeah no i i, I mean I, I feel like when when i see people like you and laura putting out the effort to try to showcase bands that may or may not otherwise get a showcase right to me that's that's really meaningful because you know you're not working for like pitchfork you know you're not working for you know a, a bigger you know, media outlet, like even like Brooklyn vegan or, or something like that, you know? Um, so you're just a fan, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, and, and you're not just a fan, but I mean, like you're a fan who has a platform, everyone has a platform and everyone yeah. has the right to speak what their opinion is. But I also think that that's a great way to approach it where it's like, I'm not here to tell you what's bad because it doesn't do anyone any good. You know, it just makes me look like a dick. You know, you know, and I'm just here to say, you know what? I really love this stuff. I think you might too. And this is the reason why. And, you know, I know that not everyone necessarily should do that because it kind of creates maybe white noise, uh, like two and, and which becomes the detriment, which as somebody who works in media and PR, I'm sure that that's like one of the big obstacles that you have to kind of learn to overtake is like, how do we break through the white noise? And like, how do we somehow get you in front of the most people in a meaningful way that isn't just another person throwing music on the wall and seeing what sticks, right? Um, but I, I really found that your guys's approach seemed very honest, legitimate. I liked that it. it was like nice and concise, you know, like you guys stick it to about like 20 minutes, you know, it's yeah. just you, you, you each only pick the one record each and so it's just you know every week you're gonna recommend a record and move on with your life you know it's like this is just what i'm listening to and um i, I think that that more people doing that and trying to expose these bands especially the ones that don't gain the benefit of having like a brooklyn vegan or a pitchfork or you know alternative press or something like that um it really does make a huge difference and i can say for sure you know as somebody who's working with like i say a band like next cars like the fact that you personally showcased next cars on one of the most recent episodes i mean that's a big deal for me like the person running the label it's like hey like somebody cares <laughs> you know like i'm not i'm not the only one you know so yeah uh, and next cars that's a fantastic example because you know i we do get music thrown at us and it's really hard to just kind of, and I'm sure anybody who does this really kind of opens up their inbox and it's like, you know, and then you're just kind of going like, you know, all right. And there's some times where I'm just like, I, I can't talk about it because I'm not passionate about it. And I think that's a big part of what Laura and I do is that we are passionate about the music that we're listening to. I don't know if that comes off in any sort of way, but if I didn't feel like, they touched me right in the heartstrings and made my day better than, you know, although it might appeal to somebody else, it's just not something that I can kind of put myself behind because I just, I find 
television, because I've worked in the field so long, has a very great way of showing you if you're not being genuine. And it's very hard because we only do this in one take. Sometimes I'll fuck up a word and just kind of like cut, take that word out. But um, we try to do it in one full take because we want to be able to have people know that we're not, you know, we're not fucking around. We're not editing things on top of other things and trying to hide things. What we're putting out there is actually what we really want to do. And like, when I listen to an album, I got an example here. Um, <clears throat> so this is my notes for next card that I usually use for one of my, um, you know, I try to, I listen to the whole album every single time, but then I tend to pick three, songs that I really have spoken to me and I really put my focus towards that because music or an album in a week to me just isn't enough time to really sit there and digest everything and kind of just really break it down so I really take my focus the album overall but then three songs that really have piqued my interest um, I did I made the mistake once of writing a review and I did every single song and it took me nearly a month because I just wanted to you know, and in that review is honest with some songs. I, I made it clear that this song may not have been my favorite one, but you know, it might be somebody else's and, you know, but it's just really, I kind of treat this as a job and, you know, I kind of listen, I do an overall listen. If I don't like it, then unfortunately it's just, all right, let's move on. What's next. What can I, you know, put to the table here that I do want to stand behind and, once I listen to the whole thing and I enjoy the whole thing, that's when I really get to the nitty gritty. And that just becomes, because we always do one album and then we'll do a shout out and the shout out gets as much attention. In my personal opinion, it's just, it's a smaller album. It tends for me to be an EP. I try to do a full length and then just join up to an EP. And then um, every other week we get a break because we get to pick a music video. But even then, like the music video is just not from, thrown at us from any band it's just a band that we tend to stand behind um laura and i are very different in our musical styles um laura loves everything in the scene um and i think that's why i love her so much for it because she really has an appreciation for all of it whereas i i kind of grew up with those gatekeepers so i i really try to break the mold of not doing that um i catch myself going like oh, shit no, this isn't skate punk what the hell and then being like gotta stop doing that you have to like give it a chance and this has really forced me to give a lot of music I probably wouldn't have listened to a chance and then be passionate about it and talk about it so um I hope it comes out okay I hope people do enjoy it um so far people tend to like it um I do get messages saying like I never thought of checking out this band thank you so much you know they're great and really putting ourselves out there um I'll be the first one to admit that I didn't have exactly the best vinyl collection. My only vinyl collection was like the Bad Religion 30th anniversary set. So now I'm getting the vinyl and holy shit, is that ever something? It's completely changed my whole outlook on music. Um, I was, you know, an 80s kid. So I grew up with like cassette tapes and I kind of forgotten how those sound because I had a discman in my pocket from the ages of like, I guess 11 on so to go back and actually listen like um I don't want to say which band it was because they're my Sunday sit in but like 
the subtleties and the little intricacies within the songs and the way they make you feel inside. I'm a very visual listener. So I get a lot of like flashbacks when I listen to music and that's when I know it's a great album is when I can start getting like images in my head um, of what I'm listening to and just kind of bringing me back to say like an experience at home or a smell that I may not have like smelled or like, um, Bouncing Souls, Fourth Avenue Sunshine is a big song that makes me feel like I'm at the beach all day and I'll actually feel like the warmth and I'll see the water and I'll see like the sun coming down and the sand between my toes. And it's like, I love music, it's great. <laughs> I don't know if anyone ever listens to music like me, but I don't know. I, I, to me, it's a whole body experience. It's completely something out of this world to me, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it. I think music affects people in different ways, and uh, I, I mean, it's. It's. I remember one time I had there was a guy I knew in college, and he, I, I asked him one day. I was like, "Hey, well, what kind of music do you listen to?" He's like, "I don't really listen to music." I was like, "You don't listen to music?" He's like, "Yeah, I don't really listen to music." And I was like, "What do you do? Like, do, do you do you do you just watch TV?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, I watch TV. I read books." And I'm like, "You don't listen to any music?" Nope like, dude, you're like dead inside. Like what the hell, <laughs> yeah. dude? Like it blew my mind. I, I had never met anyone who just flat out was like, no, nah, I don't listen to music. It's just, I mean, yeah. it was, I, mean I, I was trying desperately to not judge him harshly because, <laughs> you know, like I, I don't like to think of myself as like one of those crazy gatekeeper people either, but it's like, I, but I have strong opinions about music, um, but I don't try to yeah. force them on people, you know? But at the same time, I was just like, oh my God. I got to show him something because he's got to like something, you know, but, yeah. but, but no, I, I, but at the end of the day though, I, I do think that there are some people in this world that absolutely like music like, affects them like on a visceral, like physical like level. And it's, and it's awesome. And like a weird spiritual and... level. Like that's kind of how I picture like people who believe like I'm very secular. So I don't have religion. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm atheist. So I don't really believe in God, but my, connection to music is how I kind of equate somebody else's connection to God Um, just hits me at a completely so I can kind of empathize what they feel because I feel that way about music and you know to me especially punk um, the the fact that I love about it is that it really encompasses all styles and you know I get a grab bag of every single style I grew up in a very traditional classical country rock surfing rock that style rockabilly um my dad was a bit of a metalhead um cute story about me being in the room busting out anytime they play megadeth so i guess i had it from like early on but yeah just it really hits me at just to me a next level i just there's nothing else out there that does that and if something hits you like that to me it's special you kind of have to hold on to it and just yeah have a good connection with it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Music's the best, man. It's, it's it really I mean, is. Like I don't, I don't know what else I would do if I wasn't involved in music. You know, it's yeah. it's hard, it's it's really it's really hard for me to imagine because I've just been doing stuff within the music world for so long. You know, and I, I don't even really want to think about it because I just lo- I love it so much. But um, you know, thank yeah, just thank you for kind of sharing, you know, those stories with me. I, I really appreciate it. Um, I'm stoked to see like what happens with Camp Punksylvania. I'm looking forward to continuing to watch everything with Sunday spins and you know, hopefully things with Riot Squad Media and your PR agency continue to grow. So, you know, my hat's off to you for everything you've done and accomplished. 
uh, I wanted to move on to the last couple of questions that I have for you. I like All to right. throw this out to every guest that I have. Uh, the first question is, if there are some artists right now that you just really think need to be on people's radar, and if you could give me like maybe four or five. Sure. Um, so I'm going to start with some, a PA band, actually two PA bands, um, Stolen Wheelchairs, Oscar. You have to look out for baby, I keep saying baby Oscar, but it's because there's two Oscars. It's Oscar the son and Oscar the dad. But this kid is out of this world. He's been doing this, like, I think he's 19 now, but maybe even younger. I'm not too sure. But he's been doing this ever since he was 15. And like when he was 15, he was amazing then, but you can really see his growth of how he is now. And he's a hardcore, their style's more that hardcore street punk. Um, I find it to be just fantastic. And it blows my mind that he really just does everything himself and then kind of shares it outwards. Um, he does have Joel Box, which is where he does his own music and stuff like that. Um, his dad, you know, is in the band with him dad's friends in there too and like a really close friend to him so I love that old new style too it's really got that balance I find it's like that perfect yin and yang I am very excited they're really starting to blow up so if you guys haven't heard stolen wheelchairs yet you need to you need to stop what you're doing right now you need to go listen to it you're really gonna like it if you like casualties you're gonna love these guys starving wolves you know uh, minor threat agnostic front you're really going to like them so i definitely suggest you go listen to them okay. um another band i am in love with right now is hip shot they are out of quebec uh, marie is just her voice is so gorgeous if i could sing like anybody in this world i would absolutely sing like her she's got that grungy style and like i think it really suits me well because i grew up in that early 90s just kind of when grunge was really starting to be a thing um but then i discovered skate punk and it just kind of the two of them act like mixed in so like she brings that back to me she brings me back to a time where it was like 1994 and i was about to go to high school and it was awkward as shit and yeah just her voice is so smoky yet not smoky and beautiful and She's French. Um, Dead Kazookis, I find, is another kind of band that sounds a bit like that. Um, a bit more harder, more on that melodic side. But yeah, uh, Hipshot, you definitely need to check it out. They just released an EP called Stories. It is fantastic. Um, I got two others. Um, my next band is out of India. Um, India Punk. Uh, I love these guys. I think they're just, to me, if you were to say you know what makes a band punk infinite lollipops is definitely that band um they are just a three-piece used to be a four-piece and in india there's no punk scene they really just don't play to anybody they really do what they do kind of at the mercy of the internet and kind of just hoping that it kind of throws it at the wall and sticks but these guys actually have pretty cool sounds um they really you hear that early green day dookie in there those that kind of solve is coming through but then you get this indian asian flavor that comes through and that almost bollywood but it's not um it's very hard to explain you really have to go listen to it uh i absolutely love it um they do have some harder sound songs too a little bit more on the hardcore side um but it's really they're kind of a weird i don't 
necessarily think they've really honed in necessarily on anything like their style but I don't see that as a bad thing either because you're just getting just hit with everything and I think these guys if they were kind of in America I do think that they would make it pretty big I do suggest you go check them out I you know these guys are great they're nice really nice sweet guys too so yeah they definitely deserve a shot here listen to them they are great they have great stuff trachycardia is probably my favorite song of theirs um yeah and then my last band is another band from pa they're not on our lineup just because we didn't have enough room but they are called coffee with lines they're hardcore um i believe they're five piece they're out of york pennsylvania and yeah they're just that hardcore um really nice group of guys too you know their dads they kind of work their nine to fives too and then they come home and they just smash up guitars and just bang on drums and you know I really enjoy they have a couple songs there they just came out with a split with uh Break City Downers and it's more of that new metal but still got that hardcore punk sound to it and I think the mix of the two just has me in love I'm completely sold I I want more of that I love anytime when you have that like fusion of like styles um and it works it doesn't always work but when it does uh, you get magic and you get that with them so make sure you go check them out too sweet yeah, it's a, I appreciate the list, and uh, I'll definitely add links to the bands that I can uh, find them for. If you have them, send them And Nexars. Make sure you go check out Nexars. They're great, too. I really enjoy them. Nice. <laughs> I agree. Nexars is great. Uh, I'm, I'm super stoked to be working with them. Um, I love it. Yeah, it yeah. I, I, I'm, really, I'm really proud to be able to help represent that, that band, because I think that they're really great, too. Does he speak like he sings? I, I really wanted to ask you this because it was so curious. His voice is just so beautiful and smoky. Um, you know, you hear that New York too, which I thought was really exciting. It's that style. I just, it tends not to be a style I really listen to, but man, when I listened to it, it was like, I can't put this down. Like it went in and it was just like repeat um, nonstop. And, you know, it was like, and to me, like when I was taking drives, like it was, perfect for drives i loved it anytime even now like i kind of like have to remind myself oh terry you can't listen next guys anymore because you have to listen to your next band <laughs> so yeah no they did great i really enjoy them um bravo to you because your label is really blowing up so oh well, um, thanks awesome yeah, yeah. yeah I, i'm i'm pretty damn proud of the lineup that we have so far so yeah it's um, great you know, hope, hopefully into next year we can connect with some other really great bands but uh, but I, I appreciate that and I'll let the band know. Um, and I'm sure that they'll watch this too. But um, yeah, the the last question I have for you, and I'd like to throw this out to every guest is, if you had to only pick five records to listen to for the rest of your life, like if you were trapped on an island with them, what would they be? Um, so my first one's Propaganda, Sporting Case. Um, I am a huge fan of that album. Uh, Humane Meets probably always on my every, t- I have like 12, 13 different playlists. Um just of different stuff, but that album always has songs that are peppered throughout these, like, it's a best song playlist, my running playlist, my walk my kids to school playlist, like drive to work playlist when I'm tired of just listening to bands and I need to like have a palate cleanse. Um, Yeah, that album has songs all throughout it in every single playlist because it's just that good. Um, Propaganda's catalog is insane. 
And it's so hard to really pick because Empire, you know, Empire Today, Tomorrow's Ashes is another fantastic album. Didn't make my top five, but if somebody were to throw it, I would throw that one in, but it's still a great album. Um, my next one is, um, and I always have to throw it to these guys, is Bad Religion. Um, no Control, uh, just... It's kind of how I live my life. Um, that whole album um, has a really lot of, you know, Henchman is pretty much the soundtrack to how I want to treat this world. Mm. I really hold it near and dear to my heart, maybe too much. It's kind of become my Bible. Now, I don't know if that's a good thing, but the words in it are so good as to how you need to treat yourself and everybody out there. So um, until somebody tells me otherwise, I'm going to keep listening to it. Um, my third album is Protest the Hero. If you don't know them, they're out of Canada and they released this. They actually just released another one in 2020 called Pamplicet. But mm. my favorite one of theirs is Kazaya and mm. a beautiful album. They're a bit that metalcore harder side, but they really have a lot of classical elements, which I'm so drawn to. It just, and I've seen these guys live and it's probably one of the most exciting like electric shows I've ever been to. It was people smashing into each other and just that circle pit was absolutely wild. And like, I saw them years and years, I think it was like 2005 or 2006, but like it's seared. It did something to me listening to them and seeing them that I just cannot rid myself of. I don't want to rid myself of because they're just that good. Um, but yeah, if you haven't checked them out, I highly suggest that you do. They Rody Walker's voice sounds like it carries. Um, it's very strong. He actually had to take a couple year, a pretty long break because his voice was just being trashed and he had to have surgery, I believe, and just fix some nodules, I believe is what happens to singers. So um, I'm glad he's back. His newest album is really good too. It's that very true sticks to their style. Um, definitely have to go check it out but Kazaya will always have my heart um my fourth album is adolescence which is manifest destiny it's not an album people tend to pick but i absolutely love it escape from planet fuck is probably one of my ultimate favorite songs catfish is another one versus is another one like that album has gold peppered throughout it and if you actually read the reviews they're bullshit. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to gatekeep right here. It's bullshit. Okay. <laughs> um, people tend not to like this album, and I can't see why, because it, to me, is my favorite. It mm. is absolutely sticks to that rockabilly, but it really has that little bit of a harder skirts more towards that punk side. Um, not hardcore, but just, you know, more of that punk rock. And I, it's fantastic. I really, I can't stop spinning it. I always spin it. So it made the list. And then my last album is Paris Green Star. Um, I'm a big fan of it when they came out with it. And it's a later album. Actually, Manifest Destiny and Paris came out with these albums back in 2016. And I want to say that was a great year for punk. It's a great year right now, too, for punk, like 2020, 2021. I've been really blown away with everything that's coming out. Um, you know, so many great bands. And actually, Paris did come out with an album back in 2020, like, what, three days before the world shut down? Like, they're, And they're a strictly touring band, which is such a shame. And their album, the titled album, self-titled album in 2020 is also very good, but I just, for whatever reason, find myself always drawn back to Green Star. It has some really good hits. My favorite song on that album is Partridge. If you haven't listened to Green Star, you need to, because it is I would. Uh, I haven't seen these guys live, so I'm, I'm hoping 
when I go to PRB, I might. Fingers crossed, because, yeah, I think that's a show I'm going to love. I have a feeling that, you know, going to love it. Yeah, I've never never seen Pairs. Um, I the, the self-titled record that they put out was one of my favorites from last year. Like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It wound up being my album in 2020. It's definitely, yeah. I had that in my list. But just Green Star, I don't know. There's, I don't know if it's the familiar, the familiarity of it, or just because I listened it to it for like five years now. I just can't let go. But I always find myself just drawn back to Green Star. And, but yeah, their 2020 album is just amazing. If I had like ten, it probably would have made that list. <laughs> I only had five. Yeah, I've I've heard they're excellent live. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing them when I when I get a chance to too. And um, yeah, so yeah. I did some um, stuff on IG and stuff like that throughout pandemic, which I thought was really cool. He did one which was acoustic songs he used to do back in high school, which I thought was super cute, but great too. Like he does such a good job with it, and mm-hmm. I find him to be incredibly engaging. And I hope that that comes through when he goes on stage. I think so though. I can't yeah. see them messing this up. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate your list. Um, uh, everyone's always got, you know, great picks. Uh, but yeah, uh, Terry, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Again, I'm sorry that Laura couldn't join us, but, you know, keep up the good work. I- I'm stoked with what you guys are doing. Um, you know, I hope that Camp Pennsylvania goes off without a hitch and is a huge success. Um, I'm confident that it will be. I know everyone's really excited to go to shows and you guys put together an awesome lineup. So I think it's going to be fantastic. And hopefully you'll be able to do it uh, again next year um, and the year after, or maybe you'll do another one. Maybe you'll do one in Canada. Yeah. Who knows? But um, pleasure having you on the show. I'll talk to you real soon.